episode I recorded a little bit during my 16 hour shift I got off my shift I immediately called off when I got off about before I you know when I got to the car I said I called him I said hey, I ain't coming in today I'm too sick I'm too tired I ain't doing it but I prayed after I got home 
took some medicine, I went to sleep, turned my phone off, because that was the plan, I had, and I had set my Uber to come get me in the morning before I called off, though, so I really didn't want to cancel that Uber, for one, for two, when I woke up, I woke up naturally at 12, so I decided to, to come into work, you know what I'm saying? Because it's really, that's a win for me. Like, knowing, like, I could take an easy way out. Like, oh, shit. Like, let me just go ahead and call off. I And I got perfect attendance so far, which I'm proud of that. I can't really say that on too many jobs I've had. And I'm here longer than three months, you know what I'm saying? And I, I put in hella hours already. But I'm coming on here doing this pod. Shit. Noble. Mobile 5 right now, so I got the time and the space and opportunity to really talk my shit for a minute. Motherfuckers don't know what Mobile 5 means. I ain't finna, you know, put all that out there, but whatever. So you get it that I am doing, that I'm doing both. I'm getting money both ways. Like, I'm at work getting money and I'm on this podcast getting money. And that's not a flex. It's inspiration. Like, I'm really finna start speaking to the youth and speaking to my demographic and my age group. You know what I'm saying? Like, these next couple episodes, I'm gone still. You know, I'm like, I had an episode a couple episodes ago where I had streamed DKR1, the mixtape. And that was really great for me. Uh... Right now, I'm still furnishing a new place and this and that, you know, and it's going to be a little minute before I cut my internet on because I want to get some other things squared away first. But once I do get my crib furnished and that internet is on, I'm going to give y'all a much more professional presentation. And and not necessarily just harping on them words, more professional. That shit just going to hit harder. Y'all gonna see, like, oh, like, motherfucker taking this shit really serious, like, phoning them on that, with the equipment, with the, with everything, and then it's like, shit, soon once I start doing interviews, I'm, I'm finna reach out to the motherfuckers that I wanna interview, and that's gonna be big for both of us, me and whoever I'm interviewing, but, you know, it's big for the people around me also, you know, the grind gets contagious. And like I said, I'm still sick, bruh. You can hear it in my voice. I'm I'm steady opening this door. You'll hear me a couple times on this pod. Open the door. Put my finger to my left nostril and just blow all the snot out my right, you know. It's allergy season got me fucked up. Anyway, I ain't gonna say too much. Uh, prayers go out, man. Like, I just definitely want to touch on some... Some current events that really been going on that I ain't spoke about. The war going on right now between Russia and Ukraine. You know, I definitely want to send prayers to everybody involved. Everybody that's, you know, went through anything during that. It's, that's so, it's beyond words. You know, the, the fact that, you know, common individuals just like me. Okay, like the fact that like I, I wake up. I don't wake up to reality of we're in war. And that, you know, sometimes it takes to watch some other shit happen for you to 
be grateful that, oh, you're not in that predicament. Because, like, you know, humans, we tend to take life for granted. We just think that our problems are the only problems going on in the world. And we get so wrapped up in our selfishness thinking, like, well, don't nothing else matter. But what I'm, you know, it's about me. It's about me. You know, don't shit else matter. You know, blah, blah, blah. When you start to let go of that selfishness and become selfless, like, you really open the door for more blessings. And not only for you, but for other people, too. And that's a domino effect. Like, gee, you know, I, I got I got a good mentor. Uh, I would say he's a mentor, man. Uh, he's one of my good buddies. Co-worker. Uh, but dude's just a fucking badass. I'm not gonna say too much on this episode to kind of like spoil who you think I'm talking about. Nobody knows who I'm going to talk about or talking about, but if you do know, like I'm not going to really just, because if you have to know me and you have to know my work life to know who I'm speaking about, I'll just keep it at he's a coworker and he's a badass. I get into some of his details and people will probably put two or two together. But I just want to, you know, thank God for, for this man really right now being in my life as a mentor because he's really, I, he, he kind of took me under his wing on some shit, on some real shit, on some real life shit and showed me a lot in a short amount of time. We we had a, during my 16-hour shift, we had a, an out, and man, it's so crazy how God works, right? Because God knows, like, man, 16-hour shift and I'm sick, like, I'm dog-ass tired, like, I'm ready to, you know, pass out, like, he pulled up, two slices of pizza, came, sat down, talked to me for the next two hours, from like four to six, <laughs> kept me up, that, you know, I, I got a lot of appreciation for that shit, I mean, and that's not a huge deal to other people, but just in that specific moment, how, how that happened, like, man, I, I a lot of gratitude for that man, Hopefully, and I, I'm going willing to existence in the future, like, because he's showing me a lot about business and becoming business sa- business savvy. Hopefully, we can cross-connect, network our businesses, man, because, uh, yeah, I got a plan a couple months from now. Once I get some other shit settled, I'm going to be training, man, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Batman trains. Why am I not training? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. So, other than that, outside of that, shout out to him. I'm not going to say his name right now. That's my fucking boy. Uh, Other than that, what else? Really just coming on here, man, being grateful, man, like humble and shit. Like, you know, and it's nice too, though, because, like, I'm in a truck right now, window rolled down, sun's out. It's not too sunny. It's got, you know, it's crisp little temperature, but it's not too cold. I'm happy that I'm recovering, even though I'm sick right now. Like, I'm getting better. Uh, Taking one day at a time. And giving God the glory. Pause. We'll be right back. Don't screw Marco Podcast. And we're back. And just like I said, you're going to hear this. Hold on. Fucking get this door to stay like this. 
man, I swear, there is a puddle of snot on this concrete right now. Uh, I wonder, like, if forensics could fucking, like, if it, it was, if that snot was still, like, wet on the concrete. Could CSI forensics fucking get my DNA from my snot and track that it was me who did that? Like, if everybody had that kind of technology and just... Anyway, that's a, that's a rant. I'm not going to go into that, but... Prayers for the people uh, in Russia and Ukraine on both sides, man. Because that's some scary-ass shit. I mean, shit, motherfuckers is at war. Like, I'm 31 years old. I'll be 32 November 19th. In my life, I've... I, I mean, shit, you know... Shit, 9-11 happened... When I was 10 years old, you know, September 11th, 2001, I was 10. I remember being a 10-year-old, watching TV, being homeschooled. One of my favorite shows was the Wayne's Brothers. Wayne's Bros, you know. Shit like that, other shit. But, like, I remember, G, when that... When, when that, uh... When that fucking plane hit in buildings, every TV network was just focused on that. I know that shit grows. Motherfuckers like, right now, motherfuckers like, hey, Marco, we're not listening to your podcast to hear you fucking blow your nose, man. Got to multitask. So, what I'm saying, like, right, like, you know, I remember being 10 years old and that shit happened and that shit, you know, the world was shook up. You know, so here we are about 20 years later, no, 21 if you're accurate, but you know, shit, and fuck, it's bad right now, you know, if you've been under a rock the last couple of weeks, Russia invaded Ukraine, and I don't really know what all of this shit is is really about. So I'm going to be cool because I'm not playing the politics game and I'm not going to make an enemy like, you know, fuck, you could, you know, I'm not even trying to say some of these motherfuckers names. Just prayers go out to everybody, man. Like there's so many deaths and casualties right now and motherfuckers just bombing motherfuckers and I just seen I just seen a motherfucker light off a rocket like so I'm saying that to say this, hug your loved ones close, tell them that you love them, because you really don't, like, what would you do, like, like, if you've seen the last 007 movie, I'm just gonna spoil the the ending, what if, what if you were 007 in the new ending, I ain't gonna tell you what happened in the ending, go watch the movie and you'll find out, but what if you was 007, 
like, I mean, you know, not necessarily being of the mindset like Double O, but just what if that shit was happening? Like, you get a minute or two for the rest of your life. Like, you know, like, death is coming and you see it. Like, what would you do? What would you even, like... Is that where, you know, life flashes before your eyes and you, you know, you, like, I pray I'm never, you know, looking directly at death. I don't want to do that, you know, because there's no ego in death, you know. There's so many motherfuckers out here with the violent shit, not knowing that it don't have to be like that all the time. I mean, motherfuckers killing motherfuckers left and right. Like, you know, motherfuckers know that I'm a huge FBG Duck fan. And it really ain't got, you know, motherfuckers gonna say whatever they want. So. You know, gang shit aside, and op shit aside, and all that shit to the side, I'm still, you know, as an artist, too, I'm still fucked up about the loss of FBG Duck. And that's not the only rapper that I'm talking about, but that I'm sad that's gone and passed and got killed, but... A great example of like, and you know, granted, everybody's not for everybody. There's gonna be people for like, like when motherfucker when I bring up Duck's name, there's gonna be people like, fuck Duck, and fuck me for even giving him light. Like, there's be people like that. That's people in the world, not everybody, but some. And I get that, and I'm not gonna ruffle them feathers. I, you know, but. Past all that shit and past the hurt, past the violence, like, just on some talent shit, like, bro was really fucking dope, like, I don't know how you niggas, I don't know how you niggas let certain shit go over your heads or how you niggas don't appreciate certain shit when certain, like, I'm not really talking about songs, I'm talking about, like, the growth and the development of FBG Duck from his early career, like, when he was, and then, you know, the fucked up thing about it is, he didn't die old, this nigga younger than me, he got killed when he was like 26, 27, phone him, rest in peace Carlton Weekly, man, like, for real, like, you know, yeah, I got my Glock on me, I ain't trying to box right now, and if a nigga act up, he could get shot right now, like, yeah, the lyrics, yeah, it's drill music, but he was very talented, and he didn't only stick to drill music. Like, I mean, it's like, a, like if you a ball player, if you in the NBA, skill sets. Let's say drill music is, is compared to dunking. Okay, you can dunk. You can boom. You a slasher. Get up there. You drill music, so you just want to dunk. But sometimes motherfuckers got to. Sometimes motherfuckers gotta play defense. Relate that to some other part of music. Sometimes motherfuckers need a three-point shooter. Relate that to some other part of music. But, like, he was not one-dimensional. 
and like even you know even on some community shit like you know hey you you know it's tough because like he was really living that life that street shit like really toting guns like really with all the drugs and shit like with the swag and shit and 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 you know and it was fuck the ops it was do something and that same brash competitive warrior misguided energy it's sad to say that a lot of times that shit can get you killed like let's let's keep it a buck a lot of motherfuckers that's just living regular life don't want to hear all that rah rah shit they don't want to hear motherfuckers getting bands and fucking your bitch and all that shit some motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit cause one day offended by it some motherfuckers don't want to hear it cause that's it's going to trigger something. Some motherfuckers just don't want to hear that shit. They know that type of time. But, like, the world moves slow but fast. So, you know, Duck died like a year ago now. No, it's been like two years. It's been like a year or two. And I'm not fat-checking shit, you know, because I trust me, I'm... You know, shit, I remember he died in August, so I think he, he I think this is coming up on two years. And then, you know, you gotta deal with all his loved ones that's still here when Duck's not. Like Duck was a father. You could talk shit about Duck. And I'm only using Duck as this an example because it, it cause I relate to the shit. Duck was a real nigga. For his fans, for his homies, for his family, whatever. And I don't even, I ain't met nigga like that. I ain't never met him in my life. But the the power of music and the way motherfuckers can, when they listen to music. Uh, when motherfuckers listen to music, like, the, the emotion that can be provoked. Like, you can, like. Like, I can make a song right now, and with my lyrics and my pen ability, I can write a song right now, and I can make you feel like, like you're right there with me. Like, I put you in the car with this shit. Duck had that ability, and he and the sad part about Duck is his folk was really trying to, and he, you know, it's, it's still on the internet. Folk was trying to to stop the violence in all the ways that he could. He could only do so much. But, like, his influence was big. Like, if Duck said some shit, whatever he's saying, he gonna have a gang of motherfuckers supporting that shit. And that shit'll just grow. Then, you know, on top of that, like, I'm looking, I'm on internet and, I, and I'm on YouTube and I'm seeing Duck's homies and shit still carrying his name alive and they still doing music and they still, you know... And that's, that's, as an artist, I love to see that, you know, it's, 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 but it's also scary too, because it's like shit. What was Duck, was Duck made to be, was his murder made to be out as an example? Because it's gang shit and it's gang war, just, but see, war is war. We could talk on some street shit, war, we could talk about government war. I mean, nigga, 
Russia invaded Ukraine. 63rd didn't invade Oblock. But it's levels to this shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want smoke or beef or no nigga. Like, you you know, you want some gangbanging shit. Just chill out. Don't even approach me like that. And I'm not even on no tough shit with it. I'm, I'm like, on some minor shit. Like, don't even do that. You feel me? On some man shit. But, you know, outside of that, though, G, like, for real, just looking at that shit, bro. That's why I still, you know. And my bro be telling me, like, hey, bro, you need to chill. Because, like, you know, you be on your duck type of time. That shit could get you in the jam. And I be knowing, bro, right. And I still listen to FPG Doug every now and then. Like, I do it. Like, a lot. But I, I, I know how to monitor that shit. Because I know, like, I, I can feel it in myself when I know I'm going I'm to start getting carried away. If I'm sober or not. Just, you know, if I, you know, I could get a duck playlist going right now and I'm going to be ready for whatever. <laughs> But, you know, that, that teaches me, too, in my own music. Like, you know, uh, in my influence. Because the game has changed. Time and time again, it's changed. The game is different. When I say the game, you know, underground, in the main industry, uh, record deals, music, streams, revenue. All that shit's changed. Just niggas got to be careful, bro. That's all, That's it. That's all, really. Niggas got to, you know, w- what you put in is what you going to get out for real. What you put in your body. Like, I'm even thinking now, like, why did I get sick so fast? Because I was, I was just bragging to myself, like, damn, I ain't been sick in a long time. Like, I'm healthy, boo, boo, boo. You know, allergy seasons, because, you know, shit like, you know, the spring, the flowers are blooming. That could, you know, pollen in the air. But I ain't been sick like this in a minute. Probably since I caught, like, COVID. Uh, coughing, hacking up and shit. I'm tapping in. You see me? You hear me going silent? I'm just, I'm just talking to one of my guys real quick. He texted me, one of my OG player partners. Uh, yeah, man. Like I got thinking, like, man, maybe, maybe I got sick because I had just started drinking too much pop. Because typically I don't drink a lot of pop. I'm, you know, water and you know, propel ass nigga and like liquid IV ass nigga. I just had kind of like went on a binge, like, a, like two, three weeks of just pops. 
overdoing shit. Then, you know, the other day I'm outside smoking squares and shit, you know, and I ain't been smoking square like that in a long time. Like, I had stopped. So it's just like shit. It's like the shit that we do that we not recognizing that's hurting us is fucking us up. The the beauty in that of not recognizing the shit is is you gonna recognize it when it's time to get recognized. You know. So this shit catch up to you, man. Shit catch up to you. You can't run away from life. And if you play in the streets, if you running around in the streets, Marco Foles, hey, Adult School Marco Podcast, if I could tell you little niggas something, and I'm going to tell you old niggas some shit too, and you should know better. You old niggas. You, you old niggas really need to start giving a game up for these young niggas. You old niggas like to... Warp young niggas' minds, and and you want to preach this fuck shit to these young niggas, and then then put these young niggas. You old niggas, like, I don't want to drop names, but I I see a lot. I watch a lot of interviews. I ain't going to say no names or nothing, but I see a lot of old niggas. And I was around old niggas trying to do that. And even niggas that was younger than me. Try, it's just playing the streets is a deadly game, G. You not going to win when you play in the streets. You better off gambling, bro. You better off having... You better off having a gambling problem with your money versus playing in the streets. Because let me tell you something. You play poker and you lose all your money. Okay, you lost your money, but you can get some more money. Like, fuck. Especially if you working or you just whatever good at getting money, you can get some more money. And if you just got an addiction to blow that shit, you can do that shit. But listen, you play the streets and the motherfucker take your life, G, it's over. Then you niggas really need to start... Start being selfless because all you gun-toting ass niggas who run in your mouth and you this and you that bad. I'm telling you, folks, I done seen this shit. That shit will catch up to you, bro, and it'll be too late and all that. I'm sorry, shit. That's just going to make the shooter just just have some extra story to tell. He going to kill you, though, G. Like, you young niggas need to, man, hey, stop. Looking at everything on TV and thinking like, oh, you could do that, you that. I do not recommend the street life for nobody. And that's somebody that had some street life experience. Motherfuckers can't really even, you know. And if you know, you know. And that's the good thing about it, too, is G's moving silent. So, like, when a motherfucker, if a motherfucker ever approached me like, oh, what have you done? Woo, woo, woo. I'm not never finna tell you, nigga, because that was the point of me doing it. You wasn't supposed to know. Fuck I'm doing, snitching on myself, dry snitching, telling you. I ain't got shit to prove to no nigga, no bitch. The way I carry myself, what's understood don't need to be explained. The people that's really riding for me, too, they legit and certified. And not even like, oh, some I'm a scary-ass nigga and I'm finna call such and such to handle my problems, but 
no, it ain't that. But nigga, I tell you what, you know, if if, if if you know, if bro got an issue, I got that issue with him. And if I got an issue, bro got that issue with me too. And that's just that's just hey. And when I say bro, I ain't even just speaking about one particular person. I'm just using that word as a terminology. Like, look, you know. But that's also, too, like, I'm trying to protect and preserve life. Like, I got a little girl. That little girl don't want to see her daddy out here on on, on these blocks. What you think I'm going to do? Teach my daughter how to unload and load a weapon? That's <laughs> crazy. I know how to do that shit. I can clean the M16 still. I can break that bitch down still. I can look at it and tell you and, and fix the post sites and all that shit. Now, I'm not trying to shove my daughter. None of this tough ass shit. I'm trying to shield her from all this shit. And me being a man and I got a girl, that's added pressure. Because she's going to have to go through a lot of women shit that I can't even deal with. I can't speak on the shit. I'm not a woman. But I'm going to do the best fucking job that I possibly can as a father and as a man. And as a good father. Not just one of these, like, you know. And I'm not even speaking on nobody. I'm just saying, G, like, I'm, you know, I'm different. And I am blessed. And I am Ali Favor. And, yeah, I get in my rants. I get in my emotions and moments. And I'm, I've been doing a lot of work on myself. And I don't gotta even come on here and say that shit. Like motherfuckers been telling me too. They've been recognizing my my close homies been my close homies been. Hey G, you know they've been, you know, and I they, you know I could say they've been giving me my props. I could say they've been acknowledging some things that that I've been doing that they like. I could say a lot of shit. But you know what I'm gonna say and keep it there is I'm I'm proud that motherfuckers is. Is seeing some shit in me. They seeing the changes that I'm trying to make in my life. No motherfucker is perfect. But a competitive spirit comes from champions. Like, and I'm a champion. I want to learn how to become a champion. How to breathe and walk and sleep like a champion. I want to know how to fuck and love and tender to a woman like a champion. I want to get money and save and and invest like a champion. I want to do everything like a fucking champion. Like the elite ass true honesty motherfucker that I am to my core. You know, sometimes we get away from ourselves. Sometimes I get away from myself, you know, whatever. That's the blessing. Just like how I got sick. That shit caught up to me. I'm sick. Okay, now motherfucker got to switch some shit up. Adjust. Now nigga got to make, you know, you know, take some medicine, drink some water, get away from that pop of cigarettes, you know, stop, start cutting out the certain shit that I know ain't helping me out. And that's a metaphor and that's an example, like for me, but anyone else, like cut that shit out, that motherfucker that you doing that you know ain't getting you nowhere. Like, like why? And I'm saying that shit, but I'm also speaking that shit to me, but I'm also, you know, manifesting that shit, like for anybody that's wanting, trying to soak the game up, like, like. Just be you and, you know, be great and, you know, be positive, you know, acquire certain things and it's not basic, you know, and to put it another way, 
you know, get money and stay out the fucking way. Like, don't be so flashy. Like, you know, I, I'm not the social media man. Me and my brother just had a conversation recently about, like, man, like, damn, G, he's like, I, I was the one that had to tell you to get on Facebook. You telling me, like, fuck that shit, nigga. Like, fuck. And I remember that shit. I haven't had the best luck with social media. I I got an Instagram, and I don't got followers on that bitch. I don't got nobody following me. I don't want that shit. I just got an Instagram just to, if I want to, I might upload some shit. I don't even got Snapchat on my phone no more. Twitter suspended me. And when Twitter suspended me, that's when I really fell out of love with all of that social media shit. But it's not, that shit toxic too. All you social media ass motherfuckers, all you internet fuckers, you know, the internet ain't real. It's not a living, breathing organism. Like, that internet shit will get you killed if you go about it the wrong way. You know, niggas dropping their locations on some cocky shit. You know, and niggas is, is man... I don't know what I gotta tell you niggas. Like I got a lot of young homies that I fell back from cause I could just see the play coming ahead in time. Like and I and you know it's fucked up that sometimes you really can't do shit about that type of shit. Like, you just got to let a motherfucker do them and figure it out on their own. You can talk to motherfuckers till you dead. They got to get it. They got to want it, you know? I watched interviews with FBG Duck Mama talking about how none of his homies was really there for him after he died. Now, I say that because, you know, <coughs> I see some of his guys, like, carrying his name through music and doing the, you know, the, the drill <coughs> music. And that's cool, but at the same time, they just carrying on the same chaos. that They carrying on that same energy that, you know, like, if, if, if you know, one of them niggas, like, and I'm not going to say no names, but, like, if one of them niggas get killed... And so many on both sides have died. 
Like, literally, the, the two biggest names, you know, uh, of the sides got killed. And trust me, the streets, like, it's blood for blood. Like, if you take one of my niggas, oh, shit, we taking two or three of your people in a day. Like, you know, and I'm not saying we, you know, because I'm not living that life. But I'm just saying, G, like, so you hear the shit from Duck's mama. Now, that's his mama. That's the motherfucker who birthed Duck into the world. So she got validation to speak on a lot of shit pertaining to her son. And it's going to hit different. Like, so, you know, and but the blessing that came behind Duck was like, he was still feeding his people. Like, you know, like shit, he signed a deal or whatever and he had this money, but shit, whatever. But then it's just strange how after the fact it comes out like, oh, woo, woo, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, this happened. That's why I'm telling you too, like, that's why I'm really, I've been more in my podcast bag because I still fuck with the music. I always will. But honestly, I'm really trying and it's tough for me because it's temptation there and it's money and it's it's ratchetness and it's excitement. <coughs> And rap. But to be honest, the shit getting too deadly. Phone them grave. I, I'll pick up a guitar, take myself like three months to teach myself how to play guitar, and I will be done with rapping. Once I start posting videos of me like like singing songs or, or recording vocals or rock shit, like then then that's how you know it's really over. So all the shits that I've been giving you on the rap shit, that, that's what I'm giving you. Because I'm giving you that. And you can have that because it's going to be over soon. I'm transitioning soon. It is so much snot on this fucking concrete. One of my favorite rappers who I really ain't been fucking with him too tough lately, but that's for more of my personal reasons. But, you know, one of my favorite rappers say, he say, nothing stays the same forever. Not even me. And if you know who said that, nigga, you know. But, man, we just got to do better, man, because life's too short. You know, you can hit the lottery one day and you can get shot in the face the next or the same day. Like, you know, you really got to be careful how you moving and what you putting out in the world and who you talking to and who you telling your business to, who you develop relationships with, friendships, business relationships, all that shit. It's all relative. It's all important, G. Especially if you want to be out here on some entrepreneur shit. Especially if you want to be out here on some elite shit. Because everybody can't be elite. And to be honest with you, everybody don't want to be elite. Some motherfuckers want to be mediocre. Some motherfuckers are so blinded that they can't see mediocre. They just think that it's elite. Like, but they they not pushing themselves. They not trying to. Cause you really gotta push yourself. Like, 
to be great, motherfuckers always had to push themselves past what they thought that they could do. You want me to tell you how I'm great at my job right now? It's because I, I ain't missed a day. I've compensated traveling issues, having my car broke down, still made it to work. Through the grace of God and my mouthpiece finessing a bitch, like giving me a ride back and forth from El Paso for like a month. Like, motherfucker, I just got tired of shorty and I just said, okay, I'm I, this shit over with. But like, I, I fail to realize sometimes how powerful a motherfucker be. Like, I'm not saying I'm powerful, but just like, it, when you moving in a certain way, G, it, you just, it's unfuckwittable. And it's, it's, it's easy to get thrown off in that space. I'm just trying to be locked in, though, in that space. Be great all the time. You know? Ain't no part-time champions. Ain't no... You feel me? Being a champion is full-time, like, shit. I'm proud of myself that I worked a double last night and I picked up an off day in my shift and I, I I called off this morning, but I came in. I called off. Then I called my supervisor when I woke up. I said, hey, I'm coming in. He said, you promise? I said, yeah. And that motherfucker, when he said, you promise? Like, like I felt him on that. And that wasn't no whole ass shit. He, like, stand on your word, young nigga. And I said, yeah, I got you. And that shit goes both ways. That shit helps him out and me out. So, you know, this primetime episode 21, you know, shit, this, that's, that was Rex number, man, in fucking high school, 21, nigga, you know, you know, nigga, primetime, nigga, XO playbook, nigga. This is episode 21, nigga. You know. Shit, just do better, man. Across the board, we all, and me me included, like, don't let these fuck niggas throw you off, too, though. Don't let motherfuckers just distract you. Don't be so easy to just throw yourself into chaos. Use your brain and know that a lot of motherfuckers want to play you off your square. Like, they want to do that shit because they, you know, it could be abundance for reasons of why, but none of that shit, like, you, you know? Hey, I ain't got no time for that shit. If a motherfucker, you know, that's why I move how I move and I'm low. If I, whoever I fuck with, they know I fuck with them. I'm not, you know. I, I get goosebumps and paranoia every time I even pop out. You know, I go downtown, you know, I can see somebody I might run into. And it's been happening a few times. I run into somebody, me and them got static, woo-woo. Then I got to shift my whole mood, shit. I got to be on alert. We got to be, because I got to be ready to be on that. If, if that's what... And I got to be ready to win. Like, motherfucker, I'm t- I ain't trying to take a L. You know? But shit, I don't want to be in that predicament, though. Nigga, like, I'm trying to chill, nigga. Lemonade and shade, you know? I'm telling you, I'm finna will myself to that big bag. One of these days, folks never see me on TV or some shit. Or, or I done got a big sponsor for my podcast. Or I got five businesses or five podcasts accumulating money. I'm taking this shit there. I tried to take it there with the rap shit. And I, I did a lot. A lot of niggas don't give me credit. I did a lot as an underground artist. Performing in Vegas, Chicago, 
Bloomington, have my own concert in my own hometown. Videos, interviews. I did all that shit. Radio, interviews, I did all that shit. But I don't got an enemy to keep that up. Like some of my favorite rappers are drill artists. And nigga, <laughs> I'm a lyricist to my core. So like, if I if I if I was like in New York, or even if I was in Atlanta, I could still finesse that shit. If I was in a, in New York or whatever, like met up with like Davies and Nas or like you know some shit like that, maybe my output would be different. But I've been in Illinois, like nigga, like. You know, it's Chicago shit out here. And the sad part about that shit, it's not Chicago shit out here. It's Chirac shit. And motherfuckers done made that so much of a thing is now it's like niggas like that. Like how you like being in a war zone. It's niggas in Ukraine right now trying to escape to Poland right now because there's like I mean they fucking fending for their life. Niggas getting bombed on and shit. Don't even know when that shit coming. It's happening at night. Like niggas is coming through with tanks. Imagine you be in the street, nigga, and 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 you wake up and tanks is on your block, and you got gang niggas. And army fatigues or whatever, trying to, you know, act like they're fucking, you know, military. Shit. They ain't not, I don't think that's not realistic. I mean, shit, we're, we, hey, it's street niggas walking around with uh, military guns, nigga. Like, fuck. Niggas, like, additions. Niggas putting scopes on handguns. Niggas putting switches on Glocks. Niggas. Putting knives on the AK. Like, niggas getting... It's war. We need niggas that's bringing on that peace. Like, fuck all that shit. Y'all keep y'all niggas keep that shit over there. I'm gonna enjoy my life. Somewhere with a bad bitch and some sand and, you know, maybe, a, you know, shit. Maybe some rolled up shit. Maybe something in my cup. Whatever. But on my type of time. And really, honestly, like... Not even to all of that shit. Like, not to glorify, like, the turning up shit. Motherfucker really, like, I'm trying to get back to the health and fitness shit and get consistent with that shit. Because I've gotten away from my athlete past and my athlete life. But shit, I'm an athlete. Even I'm out of shape right now. I'm, I'm not cardio shape. I'm still an athlete, nigga. I know. I dedicate the appropriate amount of hours and time in the gym and running and lifting weights. I know I'll be cut the fuck up again. And I've been there. I've done it. And I'm finna do it again, nigga. Just like I changed the rap game. I changed the podcast game. Like, you see, even on my podcast, how many podcasters you know who are rappers with the podcast, but then they they, they playing music on their podcast. Like, new release shit. Like, Every now and then, yeah, I release some some content, some albums and shit to these stores. But really, nigga, like, if you want the exclusive shit, you're going to tap in my pod. Because I'm not going to put everything out in the stores. And even that is me spending money to me to me give you something. Like, you know, independent artists, nigga, we... 
I read an article the other day, like the average independent artist makes, uh, I don't remember what the number was, but it's not a lot. However, they broke it down in a month or a year or whatever. It's, this shit costs more money to do than we make, you know? Like 2 Chainz said in one of his bars, you know, if this shit were free, the nigga wouldn't need to be hustling. Free bait. Nigga. Look at 2 Chainz. Look at Titty Boy. Prime example. I mean, shit, his whole career. From Titty, from Titty Boy, from, you know, shit, from Luda and DTP to, you know, bigger ranking to the mixtape circus to 2 Chainz, to Def Jam, to, you know... Leaving Def Jam to putting music out now from him. But see, these smart artists, what they doing. Because you get a name. Like, rap rap is good for giving a motherfucker a name or attention or whatever. But, like. <laughs> motherfuckers got to be smart with their bread. And invest in the things that's going to get money back, give them money back, like, you know, this stocks and, stocks has been a, been a thing, this Bitcoin shit's relatively new, but, it could take off, and then, you know, for the motherfuckers that's been believing in this shit to take off, and once it do take off, then they can stand on, oh, I knew this shit was gonna happen, like, fuck y'all niggas didn't wanna believe this shit, like, I'm set, I'm, I got this much of Bitcoin now, and, you know, it ain't even no cash no more, so it's all Bitcoin, I'm rich. And then the niggas that didn't listen and invest in it, they just gonna be like, oh shit. You know, being able to listen be good, but you know, being able to listen to the right things is better. Stop even letting yourself listen to fuck shit. If you know that shit, fuck shit. Turn that shit off. Like, I like street nigga music, but you know, I. Me getting older and me being a father, like, I cannot listen to that shit all the time. And I got to force myself to not make that type of music as much as I do. Sometimes I want to hear some shit. Sometimes I want to write some shit, get some shit off, and just, you know, all listen to that shit in the headphones and, you know, go about my day. But, nigga, that shit be scary. If somebody hears something that they don't like now, it's an issue, blah, blah, you know, and motherfuckers been through that. But I ain't had no problems for a long time, and I'm not looking for any, but... You know, proper preparation prevents poor performance. You know, you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, you know. Like some of my favorite rappers, they all engulfed with businesses. The niggas that's still really active in music have other businesses, other revenues of money. T.I., nigga been relevant for more than 20 years and that is not easy how much money you think this nigga has spent and accumulated on himself total across the board when it comes to being an artist you gotta think about fashion you gotta think about real estate you gotta think about transportation you gotta think about management team you gotta think about equipment you gotta you know if you got your own studio set up or if you paint an engineer you gotta do it's so much you have to do a lot of motherfuckers don't know how hard that shit really is. Motherfuckers just get the outside look in view and they think, oh, any it's just like do it. Like, no, nigga, it ain't that fucking simple. 
shit. It's a blessing that I didn't take off at the, you know, at the, you know, at, shit. I was right, man. Look, I don't know. Even me as an artist, I think I'm getting better as I grow. But, like, I'm just, you know, it, it's a ceiling with rap. And it's dangerous. So, I just, I still want to be a musician. I just don't want to rap for too much longer. You know, because it's, you know, I, I, it's a lot more to me than that. So. But that's cool. I done gave y'all, like, 45 minutes a game. I'm finna, my, my, yeah. I'm sick. My throat already hurting, so I'm I'm chill. Go school Marco podcast, man. Tap in. Look at all my links and shit. All that shit. Fuck with me. Be smooth. One hundred.